Trials and tribulations, life can get rough. And through the storm, we'll make it. Just put your trust in Him. No matter what you're going through, I know that I'll never leave you. You feel that you can't take no more. You may think you've seen it all. choosing to check out the get happy with jay podcast the time you take to listen is not taken for granted but much appreciated this month the podcast will focus on relationships and in this episode i am talking to women about what women want one of my guests today is single and ready to mingle and my other guest is in a committed relationship i'm the married one in the group 20 years in in fact we all come from different perspectives having had our own unique experiences with men take a listen let us know what you think the best way to reach me is at the get happy with jay facebook page please like the page and not only will you get to message me directly but you'll also know when i upload a new podcast you can also subscribe on itunes google play podcasts and soundcloud be sure and bookmark the website get happy with jay for all content including blogs now let's get into it ladies first up both of you tell me what your current relationship status is well i'm shannon and my current relationship status is I'm in a committed relationship for four years. And I'm Tina, and I am single. And ready to mingle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you laughed at me on that one. For the one in the committed relationship, Shannon, tell us about how you met your guy. I met my guy on Match.com. What happened is I kind of got off Match.com because I was kind of just fed up with it, and my mother had passed away, so I wasn't in a very good frame of mind, I guess you would say. And my best friend uh, at the time decided to put me back on match, and so she was kind of my dating consultant. So I wasn't too happy at first, and so I said, okay, well, you're going to choose the person I'm going to meet. And so she, you know, gave me a couple of guys to meet, and then she said she was interested in the guy that with now. So, and it just took off from there. Okay, so she was interested in your guy for her herself or for you oh no she was interested for me I guess what really he sang in a band and she knows that I sing so that really she was like yeah this this would work for you and I was like okay first of all I thought the rules were I don't say I'm interested in them until they say they're interested in me but she apparently you know did that as my dating consultant so you said you were hesitant at first were you just unsure about meeting someone online I was just like I said I had had some experiences I had met somebody right when my mom was going through the process of cancer and you know passing away eventually and so um that didn't work out and I just was kind of done with a dating scene okay Tina have you ever tried a dating website or a dating site um I have not I don't think I've gotten to that point yet okay what's going to get you to that point (laughs) yeah I'm still really not on board so I don't know so why are you hesitant about it like I I feel you because if I were single especially today just the dating landscape as a 
whole just seems so different. I'm old fashioned. Of course, I'm just a few years older than both you ladies, but I'm still old school. I'm like, what happened to meeting people face to face or getting set up on a blind date or you know what I mean? So the idea of meeting someone like that kind of seems a little bit cold and impersonal. But why are you hesitant about it? Well, probably just from all the stories I've heard. I mean, I hear of like sites like um, Plenty of Fish. You just kind of they just want to kind of hook up whatever now, that that's might a mean. Christian site, isn't it? No, Plenty of Fish is not. It isn't? Mm-mm. Just the name of that, just Plenty of Fish. Mm-hmm. Th- that just sounds kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> don't put down to the site, but I don't know. I'm just so old-fashioned, you guys. Yeah, and I just, I've heard stories of dates from that, and you just kind of go through them, and that's that. And I'm like, it doesn't sound too good. So how would you prefer to meet someone? Like you said, old school probably. Maybe like become friends or meet them somewhere, something like that. Work is not necessarily a good source because I, I tend to work with all females. So that'd be nice. So what are you doing to like make yourself kind of available and put yourself out there? Uh, what are, are you trying or are you just like hoping one falls in your lap? Well, it'd be nice if one fell in my lap, but <laughs> you know, I don't really know other than people know I'm single. They know that I'm, you know, looking. You know? So are you open to be set up? Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got some progress there. Shannon, what do you think about what Tina said? I mean, it would be cool to meet somebody old school, but it's just not what's going on right now. A lot of people are meeting people online. Honestly, when I see those match commercials, I used to make fun of them. Like, okay, yeah, you can meet someone online. And now I cannot make fun of those. I mean, I've been Because it worked for you. It did work for me. I mean, I was on other sites, maybe OkCupid, and there were some weird people on OkCupid. Tina's right. There were... (laughs) One guy was like, he found out what I did, and he was like, can I lick your toes? And I'm like, gross. "Uh, Gross. And then some get, like, really involved with you, like, not even before you have the first date. And they're like, God chose you, and you're so wonderful, and you haven't even met that person Mm -hmm. yet. Yeah, that's a little quick. Yeah. And I did meet somebody on OkCupid, and we were together for, like, two years. Well, that's um, a long time. That was kind of a bit of a success, although it ended. Yeah, he just... uh, when they're trying to compete with your children, especially my son, that's not the person you want to keep. And it, I think it started really fast, mm-hmm. you know, and I just don't think it was the relationship for me. Now, both of you have kids. Tina, you have one. Mm-hmm. Shannon, you have two. Mm-hmm. Talk about how different it is dating when you do have a child, because you're not only thinking of yourself and your needs and what you want out of the relationship, but you have this other person or persons that you have to think about, too. So what are your considerations in dating and choosing someone when it comes to your kids as well? Well, I'm certainly not going to date somebody that tells me how to parent or, you know, is jealous of my son, like my last relationship. And so when I started dating uh, my boyfriend, I didn't introduce him to my kids probably a year and a half after and a lot of people were putting their two cents in and like oh you should introduce them right away but my kids are older you know they can be on their own and I just wasn't ready I think when you're ready you're ready but I'm not gonna be with someone who's gonna tell me what to do or oh you're you're not doing good parenting or especially if they don't have kids because that I'm sure that's annoying (laughs) if someone that doesn't have children tries to tell you how to raise your kids well my boyfriend has 
a child and you know I don't want to take into his time with his kid and he doesn't want to take in time with my kids so we try to make it work you know without the kids and then when we did get them together amazingly the two boys got along great I mean they're two different personalities but they they got along great and they knew each other before we even got together at a camp so that was pretty cool wow that worked out what about you Tina I think I agree with Shannon I would wait a long time before I introduced him because I've seen a lot of children who their parent their mom maybe had lots of guys in and out and no way yeah I've I'm really close to my son so it would take a while and then I think I would want him to be a part of my son's life really well yeah you would expect that at some point yeah well and you don't know how long this relationship's gonna last mm-hmm. you know and so if you introduce your kids right away and they like this person and then things don't work out right then that's another loss for your kids mm-hmm. yeah that is something to think about that is a loss if they like begin to get attached to that person then all of a sudden that person's gone because what's the likelihood that they would still want to be around your kid yeah. or that you would want them to depending on how your relationship yeah. ended yeah <laughs> So, Tina, let's talk preferences. Now, Shannon and I are kind of out of this part of the discussion because I'm married and she's in a committed relationship. What are you looking for? What's important to you? Well, I have been thinking about this more lately, and I've talked about how my preferences have changed, you know, as I get older. That's normal. Yeah. Most of all, I think I would love someone with a sense of humor. That's very important to me. Mm -hmm. I need someone or I want someone with strong beliefs. Someone stable, obviously. Financially stable. I know you and I have joked about what we call a sponsor. And we're just joking, but... (laughs) You want someone that is financially stable. I think that's important. Well, I joke and I say he can't live with his mom, if that's what we're talking about here. (laughs) Yeah, let's hope not. Or in their basement. Because it happens a lot. Yeah. You know, and it's become one of those things where I say, well, does he live in his mom's basement? You know, and then if it's a yes, it's like, ooh. Well, maybe he loves his mommy. Maybe he's trying to help out. I've kind of heard all that, though, and... You're not buying it? No. (laughs) Simply because of the fact it's not where I'm at in my life. If I were, you know, at my mom's house still, it'd be different. But I'm just not there, so I want someone to be kind of on the same level as me. And as we discussed, please have a 401k or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm busting you out, Tina. We have talked about that. No, it's just because it's, like I said, my preferences have changed. And I never would have cared about a 401k like five years ago go but what I want is someone with kind of some more stability or at least Just a plan got for it together yeah. yeah I mean at, at the age that we all are good lord by now you should have not just a plan but be living the plan by now yeah you know what I'm saying yeah and so what about looks that's part of it not that you're being shallow or whatever but there's nothing wrong with having a preference and how they look well I don't know I have light hair so I tend to think well I want someone with dark hair you know (laughs) and uh this is a bit superficial but very uh just the what i'm comfortable with probably taller than me yeah that's about it really how do you feel about interracial dating Mm -hmm. it's okay not to be into that i mean i've dated 
other races. I've Me too. Never really. But I don't know. You're dancing around it. I'll be more direct. For me, when I've dated, I've dated, um, well, I don't want to sound like a hoe or something, but <laughs> I've dated a lot. And I dated Mexicans. I dated um, people that actually were from Africa. Um, a person that was uh, from India. What else? I've dated Caucasian men. And to me, as a black woman, and just my preference, just dating another black man, it felt more like home to me. Mm -hmm. It felt natural. I mean, the other guys were okay, but there was just a different comfort level for me when I dated someone else that was black. So that I could definitely say that that would be my preference. Yeah. (laughs) What are you asking me? I'm asking you if you were open to dating interracially. Yes. Okay, well, it didn't sound like you were going in that direction, right, Shannon? No. It's perfectly okay to have a preference. Like I said, I definitely did. And for me, of course, I'm already married. But if I wasn't, I'm used to a, a, I'm not going to say a fluffy guy, but I like a big guy. I want to feel like I've got some girth hugging me back. Yeah. I don't don't generally go for the skinny ones because you might (laughs) break them. Yes. I didn't want to say it. I just feel like you better be able to, you know, lift some heavy stuff. I don't know. You're not heavy, but I I get what you no, mean. No, I mean, he better be able to lift furniture. Oh, you're talking about furniture. Yeah. Okay, I get it. You know, not break. Yeah. I mean, the girly part of me just wants to feel like, I don't know, safe maybe or... Yeah, I get that. Comforted in a way. Any words to add, Shannon? Personally, for me, when I was out there on match, I didn't really have a preference, but I did have somebody that was interested in me, and they were 5'1", and I'm 5'8". That's shorter than I am, for goodness sakes. (laughs) So I would just feel like a Sasquatch if I dated someone that was 5'1". So regarding my preferences, mine had changed too, you know, as I've gotten older, but I have to date someone that's taller than me, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. So, yeah. And for me, I'd have to date someone taller because I can't see him being much shorter. <laughs> well, at one time I wanted like I had this list of what I was looking for. And one of them is sense of humor. Like yeah. They have to be a, a smart ass, basically, because that's mm-hmm. what I grew up with. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And they had to ride a motorcycle, but that totally <laughs> changed because my boyfriend does not ride a motorcycle. Maybe not be bald. I mean, it's just... Something I kind of like the prefer, shaved head look, really. though. Yeah. You so do? It can't be bald. It has to be the shaved look. Like yeah. at least some stubble on yeah, top. I like that. I like facial hair, but my boyfriend, when I first met him, didn't have facial hair, but he was still hot as hell. Mm. And he's been having facial hair lately. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, you've been saying that, Shannon. <laughs> well, I can't help it. He's hot. <laughs> All right, let's talk about, have you guys had any bad dating experiences, some horrible dates? I mean, I would say when I first got onto, I think, OkCupid, younger guys tended to want to go out with me. And so I went out with this guy and he wanted to like take me to his house and he had like a projector. He was kind of like a sci-fi geek and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I do not go home with anybody on the first date. I meet them somewhere because it's just not safe. And then we drove separately to a restaurant. So he was a little different Mm -hmm. and then I went out with this one guy because my friends were like and this was off match 
parents are like, you need to stop being too picky. Don't believe that. Anyone listening to this, be picky. You have that right to be picky. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes don't listen to your friends. But I'm like, okay, let's just do this. So what I did as I went, we went out to eat, and then I had my friends stationed. Always have a backup plan, too. I had my friends stationed at the restaurant because I didn't know this guy. Um, honestly, I told him a fake name. <laughs> my name was London. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, my friends were taking pictures, and this is when my mom was alive, and they were, like, sending them to her. And he was, you know, we were talking. He seemed like a nice guy. And you could clearly see, like, with my nonverbal cues that I was, like, my eyes were, like, to the other side. I just totally wasn't interested because it wasn't someone I saw myself attracted to, but I did yeah. it because my friends. And it was kind of like a dare, like, I could do this. And he was like, so, is this just a love connection? And Ooh. I was like, um... <laughs> no, <Not>. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I just drove off with my friends because you don't ever. I know people are like, oh, whatever, don't listen. But you never go home with someone you don't know. I mean, I just, I don't believe in that. Yeah, we'll so. talk about that in a second. But what about you, Tina? Okay. Uh, bad dates. I've had a ton of bad dates. What makes them bad is usually different on every one. <laughs> uh, I've had ones that are just kind of, they don't talk. That's brutal. <laughs> Yeah, that is hard. It's very brutal because I could talk, but I got to have something to go with. Um, I went dancing on one day to like the swing dancing. That stuff is hard, by the way. <laughs> and um, he didn't talk. I've had ones where... How do you not talk and you I have to know. dance? Was he at least a good dancer? I don't even remember. It just I remember <laughs> it was... The dance itself learning was difficult. It was like the Lindy Hop or something. Oh, that is like hardcore. Yeah. And then, so then we would, uh, I remember, you can't, you can't, there's too much going on to talk at that point, but we did sit down, it was down at like Rhythm something. Rhythm, Rhythm Kitchen? Kitchen? Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. And so we sat there and had a drink. He couldn't even talk. So I'm just like, wow. Another date, I, he was okay. By like the third date though, he had told me, of course he lived with his mom, by the way. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and he was ca taking care of her, you know, so that's why I said I've heard it. But by like the third date, he told me, yeah, um, he was just kind of trying to tell me that his mother was jealous he was going on a date with me. Weird. On the third date. Weirdness. And I was like, oh no. And so I'm like, I gotta go. You know, one of those kind of things. And he was a very nice guy. It's just, that's too much. Too much for me. When, yeah. When your mom is pretty controlling on the third date can you imagine know. if you got serious or god forbid married and how I she'd know. react uh -uh. She'd be, she would have been living with you guys like <laughs> no, seriously she <laughs> if she was seriously ill she could but you know um I've, and then i think i was telling you about one day um well i used to waitress a lot so guys would leave their phone numbers here and there and uh Sometimes I'd call him, sometimes I wouldn't. But I do remember calling one, and he said, well, I met him, I think it was somewhere in the Heights. And, uh, you know, we sat down and had a drink, and he didn't, it was very awkward because he didn't offer to pay for my drink. Oh, and I, no. And in my head, I was like, <laughs> you asked me out, and I think that you should at least offer when you ask a girl out. And yeah, I'm old-fashioned that way, too. I'm it, sorry, guys. I'm expecting you to pay. It was just like, <laughs> ew. And pretty much I made up something and was like, I got to go. Just because it really just was like, oh. I don't know what was so offensive about it, but ooh. I'm like, you're lucky I went Yeah, my you. first date, I was. We're fighting over the check. Mm -hmm. They need to offer, though. Oh, he if did. If they ask you. He won. He won. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> I think so, too. You yeah. know, chivalry should still be very much alive. I'm it's, sorry. It's not like it was like a $30 steak. It was a drink, you know? Yeah, yeah. seriously. So I did not... I don't really have a lot of <laughs> a bad uh, dating experiences. I went on a blind date one time with a person and uh, we were going out to dinner and he basically, as we were like perusing the menu, he basically told me, oh, you're going to have a salad. Mm. And I'm like, um, excuse me, peace yeah. out. You don't tell me what I'm going to eat. Yeah, that'd be bad. I mean, that was insulting on many levels. First mm-hmm. of all, you're telling me I need to only eat eat a salad right and then, second of all you don't tell me what to eat period mm-hmm. no so yeah that was like a deuces i'm out of here moment so that's my only like ooh dating experience mm-hmm. i'm just a serial monogamist that's good i think absolutely yeah <laughs> well i think when you start to date someone you should establish right away especially when you meet them online mm-hmm. what do you are is this because you know i know a lot of friends who were just well i have a date tonight and i have a date tomorrow night like date three different guys and that's just not who I am and so right away my boyfriend and I established well I think this is just going to be exclusive mm-hmm. and he asked me out on the second date as I was leaving the first date <laughs> he texted me as I was driving home so oh that is so sweet yeah, yeah. and we talked a lot on the internet for a while like emailing back and forth and so you were developing a friendship as yeah. along the way I yeah. think that's so cool yeah mm-hmm. I think our emails got like longer and longer and so I would literally write Write down the questions he was asking me because I couldn't remember all of them. And Mm -hmm. it just developed from there. I didn't tell him my name until he told me his name. And so I I didn't give him, I didn't say my name was London. I just didn't give him my name. And so Mm -hmm. I think there was chemistry from the get-go when we were like emailing each other. And so, yeah, and there's chemistry. That's one of the most important things about meeting somebody. Oh, yeah, you have to have chemistry because Mm -hmm. if if there's not a little spark there, then how are you supposed to be interested? Right. But it was so cool that he didn't make you wait because how torturous would it be for you to have gone on a pretty amazing date and then to have to wait like days and days to hear from the person? That would be horrible. Oh, no. So that was awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. He handled that well, so he scored a point with me on that one. Not that my opinion matters. <laughs> it does. If someone is out in the in our listening audience of the podcast, how would you want to be approached? Uh, casually, obviously. Don't I don't want to be set in that position where it's like a blind date. I would want to be with other people. I don't want to be alone with this person right away. I would like to get to so know you. So if someone said, like me, for example, and I had someone in mind that I wanted you to meet, mm-hmm. you would be more comfortable if like my husband and I were there as like a double date type situation? Maybe. I would want more of like a social thing, not a double date. Okay. Just because I would like to see the way you are just naturally, and I don't want all the focus on that person and myself. Yeah, I can, I get that now. Yeah, it's yeah. just too much. So I'm going to get you on one of those sites. I think we've honed in on which one. And so once I do your profile, mm-hmm. Tina, then are you going to be open to like check out who might like, how do they do that, Shannon? Do they like let you know on the site that they're interested or how does that even work? Yeah, I mean, you make your 
profile and you know you put your picture up of course and then you get you can do the same thing you could say well I'm interested in you but they'll get like a picture of you like based on what you say in your profile and then you'll have this like email and will pop up and say so and so is interested in you and you make that choice if you want to talk to that person so do you feel pressured for your profile pic to be like all super hot or do you want it to be like realistic as to what you look like on an everyday basis you know honestly my picture was just realistic it was a picture of me and my friend and she she cut herself out and then for my profile I didn't put I didn't write a lot about myself you know when I was well I'm still with my boyfriend but he was showing me like in the beginning what girls write on their profiles and a lot of them were like I'm an independent woman I don't need you and you know if you're looking for somebody I don't think you want to write that on your profile yeah if that's who you are that's awesome but you could say that to the person like when you meet them yeah as you get to know them I just put very little one picture I didn't put a bunch of pictures and if someone was interested in me I would check them out and see you know and then you do like a little email to somebody and and if you're not interested in them you don't have to email anybody back I mean it gets it's pretty overwhelming in the beginning because you get all these emails so-and-so's interested so-and-so's interested and it, it kind of getting overwhelming I think the great thing was was my friend kind of corralled it all because I honestly after my mom passed away I just was in a very <laughs> dark place and I, the last thing I wanted was to meet somebody mm-hmm. but honestly after being my boyfriend for four years it was like the best thing that could have happened to me at that time meeting him because he is honestly the best guy ever he just he's just awesome Oh, <laughs> well, Tina and I are like, oh. <laughs> so Shannon does give me hope is what I told her like early on when I met her. Like this, there are good men out there. They're not yeah. all married. No. They are there. They're not just looking for casual. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think when you put your profile up there and you're going to commit to this online dating, you have to commit to this is what I want. And mm-hmm. if the person you are interested in doesn't want that and he wants to do that casual dating, you don't have to do that. And honestly, you don't have to listen to your friends all the time. You know, you do what you want to do. I think being the age I am, 44, and I'm proud of it. At 40, that's when I met my boyfriend. You can be picky. After that first date. Because you should know what you want by then. Oh, yes. You can be picky. So I was proud of being picky, and I'm still proud of being picky because this is someone, I wasn't on the site, well, eventually when she, when I realized, okay, maybe I can meet somebody, but you have to do it for you. But if you're looking for casual, then that, that's great. But that, you have to establish when you want to do this. What and be you honest. Yeah. Be you, honest yeah. about what you want. If you're yeah. not really looking for something serious, please be honest with the person yeah. so that they know how much to emotionally invest in the relationship. Yeah, and if you go on a date and you don't feel comfortable, always have a backup plan. I mean, a lot of times, you know, when I met my boyfriend, I was a little nervous, honestly, and I almost backed out. But my dad was like, Shannon, don't back out. Because he was dating online too, which I couldn't believe it. But uh, he's like, Shannon, it's a free dinner. And so what my boyfriend did was... I'm not that hungry. He, yeah, he picked out... I didn't hardly ate on my date, actually. When he picked out the place we were going to go to, and then he made reservations. So I didn't have to search for him. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting at the table and I pretty, I'm sure I saw him walk by 
the window and right away I was like wow he you know this is him and we talked I think our date was like six hours of talking I oh must, that is so incredible I must have had like five glasses of iced tea and I hardly ate my food <laughs> and I just remember you know him smiling and we were laughing all the time and yeah we just we had a great time so and then like I said we fought over the check because I'm Miss Independent but he he eventually won but uh-huh. in our relationship we switch off most of the time like it's your turn it's my turn and so it's kind of like an equal relationship so cool I met my husband at a bar and <laughs> say what yeah I did I was out I was kind of new to Peoria I had just moved here to go to Bradley and my sister lived here and she was like come on go out and I was like really kind of hesitant but uh, we went out and I the rest is history a lot of guys hit on me that night but they were all gross and obvious that they just <laughs> It was obvious that they were just like wanting one thing. Mm-hmm. And so my husband came down and he just sat down and he introduced himself and he was polite. And we had a conversation. I mean, we were right. talking about like world events and stuff. And I'm like, oh, someone's actually talking to me and he's not just looking at my boobs. This is mm-hmm. a score. And so the rest is history. And, you know, shamefully but not shamefully, it was a one nighter that turned into 28 years whoa yeah that's love baby yeah (laughs) yeah i wouldn't say necessarily love at first sight lust for sure and then it grew yeah yeah Yeah, i think you got to give people a chance you know Mm -hmm. yeah even if you don't have that chemistry the first time you might build it Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i was just fortunate we just clicked i don't know just we just clicked Mm -hmm. so see tina there is hope for you for sure (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. This is, of course, February, and we're talking all about relationships and all that good stuff this month. And there's one particular day that's coming up this month, Valentine's Day. Do you dread it as a single person, Tina? Not at all. Maybe at first, because it's like, well, you know, I don't have anybody, and it's a little awkward. But now it's just like another day to me, and at times I find myself kind of happy I'm not in a relationship because of all the experts. Expectations, I guess I feel yeah. would be there on Valentine's. And I joke and I say, well, are you required to do stuff on Valentine's Day? I wouldn't want to be required to do anything. So, no, not anymore. I know I a lot of girls do struggle with that. But I think most of the pressure is on the guys, isn't it? I mean, do, do you think guys expect for us to go above and beyond on Valentine's Day? I mean, me and my boyfriend really don't celebrate it. I mean, the first year we were together we went out and he goes hey um i gotta tell you something i'm like okay he's like i'm not gonna be here for valentine's day i'm going on a trip i'm like okay i really don't care Mm because i don't know i i think when you're with somebody you just celebrate it every day i don't think you need a certain day to celebrate it you know and when i was single i was like the same thing like haha i'm single i don't have to deal i'll buy myself a box of chocolates Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't yeah well being the married one in the group I don't, you're right. If you're not showing love the rest of the 364 days of the year, you can't make up for it on one day of the year. So to me, it's all about how you treat me year round. But it is sweet. I mean, some years we celebrate it and some, honestly, we just forget about it. Right. And we've even, like one year we both forgot our anniversary. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing because we were just so busy. And I thankfully, we both forgot it. And uh, a 
friend of mine, one of my best friends, sent me uh, a, a bouquet of flowers. And so when the flowers came to the house that day, I was thinking, wow, what is going on today? This is so weird. <laughs> and so the- and I opened up the card. I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's my wedding anniversary. And then my, I looked at my husband, and we just both fell out laughing because <laughs> we both forgot. I think we were like maybe 15 years in at that point. So, yeah, it's. I think it's sweet to remember those special days, but it's definitely nothing that I necessarily expect. But he'll always give me a card, flowers or something. He acknowledges the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I te- I, we text each other, you know, but we don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. First of all, you probably couldn't get to go out to eat on that night because it's so crowded. Yeah, and you know, it's yeah. I don't know. I just I already know that he loves me and yeah you know, shows me every other day than Valentine's Day. So I'm yeah. not worried about it. Yeah, like I said, every day is different. That mm-hmm. one day is not going to make up for you being a jerk the rest of the time. So uh, no, no. just be loving and sweet all the time. But. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool to acknowledge that. I mean, what girl doesn't maybe want a little extra piece of jewelry or something? Hmm. (laughs) And Tina, you can always buy it for yourself. So thank you guys for joining me on the podcast today and opening up about your personal lives and dating histories. And so Shannon is going strong in her relationship. I'll be celebrating 21 years married in April. And Tina, there is help for you. And be listening to the podcast this month I'm in hope hell and hope because okay. I am going to have on this amazing couple who they are both over 60 and just recently got married and it was so touching to me I think that was one of the only weddings I cried at I was Aww. so moved and I cannot wait to hear their love story and we're going to hear all about other relationships and stuff this month so stay tuned for that okay because there's hope hopefully you won't have to wait until you're 60 something to find your guy but who knows who knows as they say it's greater later sometimes Mm -hmm. (laughs) thank you guys for listening to the get happy with jay podcast today as always check us out on itunes soundcloud google play if you're listening to us on one of those three outlets please subscribe you can also rate and let us know and let the world know what you think of this podcast it helps us grow our little happy movement here always check out the website get happy with jay.com there you can see and hear all content you can listen to the podcast to the website as well and like when I blog and do other stuff which doesn't happen too often but when it does you can see it at the website like the Facebook page get happy with Jay and just keep in touch with us let us know what you think of this and all other episodes of the podcast you have a suggestion you want to be a guest on the show yourself just reach out to me I would love to have you on I like meeting great people and as I say everybody has an interesting story So I would love to hear it, and so will the audience. So you guys stay in touch. In the meantime, in this next week, do something to make yourself happy because it's not selfish, it's self-care. Till next week, you guys. Bye-bye.